Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.
Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, December the 10th, 2021. It is 9-11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Of course, at right here coming at you from the WCW USHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. It is, of course, indeed what we can refer to as the Mothership Broadcast. Also, of course, simply also known as the Big Show, if you will. This is episode number 1079 of WCWUS Revolution. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WCWUS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Of course, coming at you here from DHQ here tonight as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional. We will, of course, start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will, of course, be brought to us filling in for our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, who is, of course, respectfully, the King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo, of course, will be, of course, our friends at 411mania.com. We have not heard anything yet from the human suplex machine, John, but we'll hope to hear from him sometime here in the next little bit. If we do not hear from him by the next time, by, by the time our, uh, of course, news segment is over with, we will, I will, of course, definitely bring you the first volley of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. <clears throat> we hope to have some more folks come on in here, to, of course, tonight. And of course, if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have, of course, lined for here tonight, please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number, as always, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. The magic six numbers. 
and press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind, in addition to our news and views and history and birthday um, reports here, of course, tonight, we will, of course, be bringing you our personal thoughts and opinions about, <coughs> excuse me, about tonight's edition of, of, of course, WWE SmackDown. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we hope to, of course, get some results in as far as tonight's episode of AEW Rampage. But also, ladies and gentlemen, we will officially give you the results of all of our poll matches that we have had up here, of course, here since the war game, since of course the war games event took place, uh, <clears throat> took place here, of course, uh, this past Sunday. Keep in mind, of course, um, the AEW US Tag Team Title Match. Of course, we will give you the results of that. Plus, also, who will walk away with the with both the NXT US and the NWA US War Games titles, as well as who will, of course, be Facing that individual uh, first for the U.S. War Games title, and who will, of course, be facing that same person for the NWA U.S. War Games title. We will, of course, bring you all that here, of course, coming up here some during the course the course of our show here tonight. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, it is now 9:15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here. Of course, as we said on Friday, December 10th, 2021, good to have you here, of course, here as always. <clears throat> here at WC Radio Network, we always value our listeners. And of course, we appreciate every we appreciate your your words and thoughts and opinions on everything that we do discuss and have been doing so for the past six years. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us now proceed directly to 411 Mania and bring you, of course, <clears throat> some of the wrestling news and views that, of course, 411 Mania is providing, of course, here tonight. Of course, keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, that we do as WCW Network, as always, thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here to read their stories on all of our shows, of course, in addition to right here on Revolution. Also, of course, here, also, of course, on NWO Wolfpack, as well as Raw Radio. Outside the Power Hour, WCW US This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. And, of course, they will, will be utilized in much detail when we get a lot more of our shows, of course, up and going here sometime here in the near future, even if that does resort to them not uh, us not being able to get them back up until at least after the, after the you know, the beginning of the new year but we will definitely ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> we will of course definitely utilize 411 mania and, and all they provide on, on all shows <clears throat> so our first story come our first story, of course coming up Jeremy Thomas has our first story as Fred Rosser. Of course, if you remember, he was Darren Young in WWE. Recalls WWE reaching out on relationship to being through a new wrestling jacket for his for a documentary.
Fred Rosser recently recalled WWE reaching out about a potential relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling and more in a recent interview. Rosser spoke with Chris Van Vliet for, of course, for, of course, his insight with Chris Van Vliet podcast. And Mr. Van Vliet did send some highlights that I'm about to bring you, of course, right here from that interview. On WWE asking him to remove his New Japan Pro Wrestling jacket while filming for a documentary, Rosser says, last time I think it was this past May with WWE, I was doing a Nexus uncut, uncensored documentary. They invited me, and I said, sure, no problem. Came in with my New Japan jacket on. Before we started producing, take off the New Japan jacket. Thank you. So you're asking me to take it off? I, I hope not. I knew they were going to say it. So I said, look, I worked hard to get this jacket, and you guys have just inducted Jushin Lager into the Hall of Fame. This is supposed to be uncut and uncensored. Not only did I say that, I said this top of John Laurinaitis because he reached out to me about maybe doing a collaboration between New Japan and WWE. So just let just, so just let me be me. This is supposed to be an uncut, uncensored next jacket. And the producer said, No problem. You sold me on it. Reaching out for New Japan. Rosser says, at the time when John Laurinaitis took over talent relations, he reached out to old talent that he had. And he goes, of course, and Rosser is impersonating John Laurinaitis. Yeah, you know, I did a run in old Japan. I told him I, I watched his stuff, and then he said about a personal, possible partnership with New Japan and WWE. So that's that. That, that was that. Who knows what that relationship could have been, but that's what he had told me. But never say never. Bucket list for me is Daniel Bryan. We did an original NXT and we trained together to come to New Japan Strong. It's a new show with New Japan and work and work me, put me up, put us on the map. That's my challenge to Daniel Bryan. That forbidden door is so wide open. On signing with New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong, Rosser says before our last interview, I was doing my Speaking into existence my goals and aspirations of working New Japan, I think it was possibly September 2019 at a show in California where I ran into Lance Hoyt, who was still in New Japan at the time. He asked me how I was doing, and I'm like, I'm just keeping it moving and always had dreams and aspirations in New Japan. If we were, if we were at my place, I the flyer he gave me about the New Japan show at the Globe Theater in November 2019, of course, right before the pandemic. And ladies and gentlemen, we did, of course, we did, of course, post that interview that uh, Chris Van Vliet did with uh, Fred Rosser. As we said, of course, he was known in W. Remember, he was WWE's. He was in WWE. He was known as Darren Young. Uh, we did post that interview that he that Chris Van Vliet conducted with uh, with him on the interview corner page. So if you want to check that out, you can go ahead and go on, you can go to the interview corner Facebook page and check out check out it plus many more wrestling interviews that we've got posted on there, of course, here at <coughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, several stories of course have been have popped on here. Um, let's go ahead and bring you of course here. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story as there are some matches set for tonight's edition of 205 Live. 
WWE has announced that the matches for tonight's episode of 205 Live. The company announced today that the following matches will take place on this week's show. Uh, Solo Sikoa will take on Malik Blade. Mari Miller will take on Lash Legend. And Andre Chase will take on Guru Raj. Preview reads like this. A must-see episode of 205 Live is set to feature a trio of, of exciting singles clashes as Solo Sikoa looks to keep rolling against Malik Black. Fan favorite Amari Angles with the outspoken Lash Legend and Guru Raj attempts to silence Chase. Seamlessly bouncing back and forth between NXT 2.0 and 205 Live in recent months, Sioka boasts a hard-hitting arsenal of powerful strikes and ring and ring rattling slams, leaving a path in his wake, winning four consecutive bouts against the likes of LA Knight, Grayson Waller, Andre Chase, and <clears throat> and more. Blade is, st- Blade is still seeking his first win in WWE, though the exciting newcomer has been competitive in the vast majority of his matches and has a chance to make a serious statement against the undefeated Sioka. Miller has quickly established herself as a superstar to watch <clears throat> to watch on the Reed Purple brand, and while she has won three of her last four matches, she'll be going up against a complete unknown in Legend. Legend has yet to make her in-ring debut, but she's already turning heads with her can't-miss talk show, Lashing Out with Lash Legend. For Chase, victories have been tough to come by, but that hasn't stopped the brash professor from issuing unsolicited teachings to his fellow superstars on NXT 2.0 and 205 Live. Will he take his next opponent to school, or will Raj signature win in his first match since July? Don't miss, of course, a thrilling edition of 205 Live, of course, tonight at 10, 9 Central. Of course, and of course, this is the blah, blah, blah statement, Peacock in the, in the, in the, in, of course, the U.S. and all, and elsewhere on the WWE Network, which is not team to say that does not really make that whole lot of sense. They're going to need to put it on one of the other. So, <clears throat> Henry Thomas posted this story here today. As <clears throat> as Jonathan Gresham talked about, he was happy to see Jay Lethal in AEW and also talks about moving on from Ring of Honor. Jonathan Gresham is set to face Jay Lethal at Ring of Honor Final Battle, and Gresham said he was happy to see success in AEW. Gresham spoke with TV Insider for a new interview, and here are some highlights. On Lethal signing with to himself, to depart from ring regardless of the company's situation. He accomplished everything. I'm very happy to see him go out to show the rest of what he is capable of. Hopefully he champion in AEW, but Ring of Honor continues to be where the best wrestlers of the world have grown and been impacted by being there. Statistically, Ring of Honor has influenced wrestling for the last 20 years. I wouldn't be surprised if more people show up when they return from hiatus. On wrestling, in the back by a lot of it, but I think my passion for Ring of Honor and wrestling and the industry as a whole shines through my matches. I think people who are like-minded and have similar visions are thinking highly of me. It's great because they are the ones giving back to the industry. They're shining a lot lot on me with their positive words. I appreciate it, and I hope one day when I'm in their position, I can do the same for another. A lot of people wouldn't go out of their way to mention me like that. I want, want to let them appreciate that I appreciate it because it has helped my reputation and my career. On dealing with pressure as he moves on from Ring of Honor, Gresham says, I feel pressure, 
but also feel a bit lost. Excuse me. Excuse me. My entire trajectory was always in the back of my mind being Ring of Honor and being champion. I've never said said that out loud before. I've always made small goals because my Ring of Honor was difficult. My skin color and height played a huge role in suppressing me from getting a lot of opportunities in the business. I started to feel good about myself, which has led me to being the main event, main event of an end of an era show. Not the ideal situation, but I always wanted to create and wanted to create and have a legacy. Personally, I think he has. I think he's a dynamite competitor. And we don't, we don't, of course, obviously, at, uh, uh, we don't look at, of course, obviously, anybody's color. Jeremy Thomas posted this story today as Jonah, who, of course, as you know, was known as Bronson Reed, reacts to Johnny Gargano becoming a free agent. And, of course, we'll have the story about that. Um, just a couple minutes. Johnny Gargano, free agent, was former NXT rivals, reacted to the news in Jonah. As previously reported, Gargano became Friday in Jonah, who won the NXT North American Championship from Gargano when it was known as Bronson Reed, took to Twitter to comment. Jonah is currently working in New Japan Pro Wrestling and Impact Wrestling. His post is pretty much pretty much what he said on his Twitter account, the word free. And there's a picture, of course, here on, on Jonah's uh, tweet right here, at Jonah is here, all in capital letters. If you wish to check out, if you wish to say. Our next story right here, folks, as you know, of course, John Moxley has been out of action for a little while, 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 while of course, he's dealing with, of course, his situation with his rap and everything like that. Like Jeremy Thomas posted this story as Brett Lauderdale says that John Moxley is still the GCW world champion and will remain so. Brett Lauderdale has confirmed that John Moxley is still GCW World Champion, and that won't change until he loses the belt. According to FIFO, the GCW owner says during a Twitter during a Twitter Spaces session, I'll be stripped of the title during his hiatus and will remain champion until he loses it to another wrestler. Moxley has been, been on hiatus since early November when he checked himself into an inpatient alcohol treatment program. He's been GCW since he defeated Matt Cardona on September the 4th at GCW's The Art of War Games for the title. So we will, of course, like I said, keep you up to date on that. But I think that's very considerate <clears throat> the, the the play it fair. I mean, the, the way, you know, someone should, you know, uh, the way, of course, obviously, of course, like I said, you should do it in an honorable fashion. <clears throat> and that is, of course, obviously, you know, Wendley, of course, is back is back up to speed so that way he can, of course, win, retain the belt, or lose the belt, of course, in any way, the best way possible. So, so a very commendable move on the part of, of course, GCW owner Brett Lauderdale. And um, sorry about 
steps for give us just a couple of minutes here. We're trying to get up, of course, our. Okay, here we go. Jeremy Thomas has our story, next story right here. As St. Carl talks about the heat and says that he would like to return to WWE and also discuss it in racism there. The former saying he'd like to return to WWE, even as he noted that he did experience racism while he was there. Of course, the rest I know is Mystico discussed his WWE experience in his interview with TUD in Mexico, and here are some highlights. On his experience in WWE, Mystico says, I kept I keep for myself all my experience in WWE. I am a person that no matter what happens, I am a grateful person. It gave me the opportunity for a reason, right? It took me there for a reason. And that reason is because they saw something in me and I, and I will always be grateful. Obviously and honestly, it was a very great experience. And if one day they invite me to be a part of WWE again, I will do it again. I would like to return to WWE. Of course, what happened, many things, but racism is about. On racism there, Mystico says, and yes, I got to experience racism. It did not give me the opportunities that I looked for and that I was promised. Because I take you to their company, it's for a reason. It's something they, they limit me in the ring. And I told them, well, if you hired me and brought me here, it was because of what you saw in my town of what you saw above the ring and suddenly they cut me off and limited me completely and then you just start wondering what's going on it's because of racism there are people in wwe who don't want you to overshadow their american talent i was a star in mexico and in wwe they didn't give me the place i deserved on a potential wwe return code says but again if i get invited invited to join wwe again i will do it again just to shut up the critics mouths I think that would be a wonderful thing. Also, I came to WWE at a time when I was a big star in Mexico, but not in the world because there was no social media. I think that if I had arrived at WWE today, I would have hit a home run through thick and thin because people are the ones who make us and people adore me. We have to wait and see, of course, if, if of course, the balls to to admit they actually did a little something here a little bit wrong here and <clears throat> so also ladies and uh one one of a couple more here to have of course the stories continue to keep piling up here folks uh <clears throat> i will go ahead and mention here that 411 mini will be providing live coverage edition of aew rampage so you can definitely go on, you can definitely check out what the guys at 411 Mania will be saying about tonight's episode, of course, which does include, <clears throat> the, of course, the de- in-ring debut of Taz's son, Hook, taking on, as he takes on Fuego Del Sol. So we can't wait to hear what, definitely, definitely going to be interesting to see what the guys at 411 Mania will have to say about that as they prepare for their live coverage of rampage speaking of that story here folks let's go ahead and have a story that kind of ties in with that jeremy thomas of course posted this story today as hook weighs in on aw's in-ring debut on his aw in-ring debut and have an action bronson track as his theme song hook's aew in-ring debut takes place on tonight's dynamite on the night's uh, should be Rampage, not Dynamite, but and Hook discussed the match and his theme song in a new interview. Pitchfork spoke with Hook about the match, which was taped after Dynamite 
and will air on tonight's Rampage. Here are some of the highlights from that interview. On using Action Bronson's track for his interest theme, Hook says, I've been an Action Bronson fan since I was in sixth grade. I would hear him shout out to all these old, old school wrestlers, old school strongman stuff, and all these old athletes. But that and the New York vibe, I had to finish with it as well. I'm not sure he loved it. On having his first match at the Rampage taping, Hook says, it was hard as <clears throat> it was hard as F. Honestly, it was tough, man. I was excited, but I felt like I could run through a brick wall for going out there, having action Bronson from my debut in New York. It was surreal. All right, folks. <clears throat> Our next story, right here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story. As Matt Taven talks about why he was backstage at AEW and also working with the elite in Ring of Honor. Matt Taven recently explained why he was backstage in an AEW show and talked about his past work with the elite in Ring of Honor. But with Wrestling Inc., and here are some of the highlights of that interview. On being backstage at an AEW show, Taven says, I was seeing some friends, and this business is sad because sometimes you're like, oh, they're going to go here and I'm going to go there. And you think you're going to talk to people, life catches up, and you never get the chance to really see people. You'll shoot random text. You have you have to kind of almost be like, I know everything's going to be at one place at one time. I'm going to make the effort to finally go see someone or peeps and say hi. It's funny. You go and you try and hang out with your buddies. And by the time you get home, you're on the Internet and people are talking about you. I don't know why that is so important. I guess I do not know why. When you don't even know your future, your future, it's hard to be like, please tell me what I'm going to do. Please let me know. You're going to try to say hi to some old friends, and everyone knows what you're going to do next. It's like, relax, everyone. On working with the elite in Ring of Honor, they put me on the map. did wonders for me. I remember when the Young Bucks left Ring of Honor, I went up and thanked them as genuinely as I could. He admitted because they did everything, they changed the game in Ring of Honor. They put me on another level, put me in the ring with them, obviously made me so much better, elevated my status so much from being in the ring with all those guys. I think the world, all those guys, obviously know what they're doing and they have a good thing going. On Jay Lethal signing with AEW, Taven says, Jay, he's Jay Lethal, man. He's so good. You know, he was going to end up somewhere pretty quickly. There's a big part of me that wishes he could have been part of Final Battle this weekend, but I was so happy for him. He's another guy that has done so much for me. I really think the match in Vegas where me and Lethal go 60 minutes eleva elevated me to another level. I felt confident going forward to do anything. Seeing Lethal to be able to go out there and be on cable television and do what we all know he is capable of doing, of course, this is said by Taven. It's something that you have to be nothing but happy for your friend who's been working so hard for so long and is now being able to show it on a grand stage. I couldn't have said that for myself. So, of course, hopefully, like we'll get to see a little bit more of Matt Taven sometime down the road here as well.
Jeremy Thomas posted this story here. Of course, as you know, of course, we've been talking about the the case involving, of course, the man formerly known as Alberto Del Rio, which is now he's now known as Alberto El Patron. Jeremy Thomas is reporting that the sexual assault charges have been dropped. Alberto El Patron has a trial over allegations of sexual assault as the charges were dropped on Friday. PW Insider reports that court records were updated on Friday afternoon to note that following the hearing, the charges against the WWE alumnus have been dropped and the case is closed. The site reports that the court records noted a witness was missing and El Patron is clear of all criminal liability in regard to the allegations. Patron was charged with four counts of sexual assault and one of the kid allegations that he assaulted a woman after accusing her of infidelity forced her to wear a dress and dance for him and eventually violent, and eventually violently sexually assaulted her over a period of 16 hours. He potentially faced life in prison on the charges. It was reported in November of last year that a woman who was alleged to have made the accusations apologized on social media, which Patron's brother shared and used to use this to claim that it was an, it was an admission that the charges false. The trial was delayed multiple times and was set to commence on Monday. So it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, Alberto El Patron is not going to face any in jail time. It looks like he's going to end up being a free man. So we'll just have to wait and see, of course, what will. We'll definitely, of course, have to wait and see. Some story, of course, we haven't had a chance to mention here tonight that I definitely, of course, didn't notice. I definitely want to read these. Jeremy Thomas, of course, posted this story here tonight as Adam Pierce actually teases a potential rematch between Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch. Liv Morgan came close to capturing the Raw Women's title on Raw, and Pierce hinted to rematch this week. Morgan battled Becky Lynch for the championship on this week's show and came more, came up short when Lynch won using a roll-up and holding the ropes for leverage. Following the match, WWE asked if Morgan deserved the rematch against Lynch and Pierce retweeted one of WWE's posts asking fans to weigh in. Morgan retweeted Pierce's post as well. WWE has not officially yet announced a rematch for Lynch. <clears throat> WWE posted this does at ya only live once of course that's live morgan's twitter account deserve a rematch for the hashtag wwe raw hashtag women's title adam pierce posted this on his twitter account let me know what you think so so obviously of course ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen it probably i'm sure it's probably going to be an overwhelming guess about Becky lynch probably stole that victory of course on Monday and I'm pretty certain that as a result of that uh, <clears throat> um, <coughs> so as a direct as, as a direct result of that obviously Morgan I don't know. Becky, man, Becky, of course, they're probably Becky. Obviously, 
Corey that may not have here yet as far as her feud with Liv Morgan. Jeremy Thomas posted this story here tonight as Julia Hart talks about her sister cry, crying over the black mist spot with Malachi Black. Malachi Black's black missing of Julia Hart was a little too real for her young sister as the AW star noted on social media that her sibling ended up crying over the spot. Black and Brian Pillman Jr. both got Black's mist sprayed in their face with Hart screaming after Black vanished saying that she'd been blinded by the mist. Hart posted to Twitter on Friday to note that her sister, who was seven, called her crying over it. <clears throat> Julia Hart posted this course on her uh, Twitter account here today saying my seven-year-old sister called me last night crying because of what Malachi did to me also of course ladies and gentlemen there uh, uh, there is another tweet here from at Royal Wrestling underscore that came out yesterday um, and unfortunately I'm not able to read it because it is in fact in Spanish Apparently, about this, it was actually this. It, it was talking about this current situation. Obviously, with uh, it was actually talking about this situation. Uh, um, but we, of course, hope that Julia Hart is, of course, here. Okay. And that was kind of despicable about what Malachi Black did. So, my personal opinion. Also, ladies and gentlemen, keep in mind that 411 Mania, of course, has provided live coverage tonight of tonight's episode of SmackDown. Of course, you can go back and listen to what the guys have to say. I'm sure they're what they're continuing to say about everything that is going on, of course, here tonight on SmackDown. As, of course, they also get prepared here, as we said, momentarily. <coughs> so, so, we've got 411mania.com. Um, or, or for, for like I said, uh, the guys at 411mania.com have to say about both shows here tonight. Joseph Lee posted this story here as well, as Kari Sane's WWE contract has officially expired. As 411mania reported this yesterday, Kari Sane removed the WWE from her social media handles as she hadn't appeared for the company since last year. She was still under contract, however, working as an ambassador. However, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that her deal with the company has officially expired. WWE reportedly wanted Sane to renew her deal and return to wrestle, but she did not want to live in the United States. With, of course, the pandemic causing travel restrictions, obviously going back and forth between the U.S. and Japan wasn't feasible. Sane recently opened her own 24-hour gym, but still has an interest in wrestling. Stardom is hoping to bring her back, but there are no plans for that at the present time. Sorry, it's taking us so long here, folks, but 
sometimes, of course, you know how to deal with uh, Sorry about that here, folks. We're still trying to get, of course, our next story up. We ask that you just, we ask that you please stand by here for us while we, of course, work on trying to get, trying to get that. I will, of course, while we work on trying to get our, our, of course, next story up, that you, uh, that we will, of course, be bringing you here in a little bit, of course, our first take on our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays. And also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> uh, we will talk about, of course, our thoughts about uh, what, of course, some of the things that actually took place tonight on SmackDown. Also, of course, an update on some of the things that may that I'm sure will be taking place here really soon on AEW Rampage. And also, of course, we will be giving you the results of all the, of all the poll matches that we currently, of course, have <clears throat> that we currently have of course about this for the delay here but sorry if our system of course is kind of uh is kind of acting a little bit slow right now but we're still trying to get of course like i said we've got a couple more we're still trying to get a of course try to get a couple more stories out here to you before we move on to our wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays but Including one that was an addendum to a story that we did bring you, of course, here a little while ago. Uh, bear with us here for just one second like i said uh, <clears throat> as you know how sometimes of course they of course some of course you know computer system sometimes tends to uh sometimes tends to slow down a little bit but uh bear with bear with me get everything up here Trying to get everything, of course, officially situated. But like I said, uh, 
mentioned something is slowing our system down. We're not sure what it is. Some reason we're not able to put okay wait a minute okay here thank you sorry about that i got it up and going here okay i think okay sorry i have not reserved Anyway, our next story here from Joseph Lee, as Johnny Gargano is now officially a free agent and also reopens a, uh, a wrestling t-shirt store. It's official, Johnny Gargano is back on the market. As reported yesterday, Gargano has not signed a new contract with WWE and the one-week one week extension of his previous deal expired today. As further confirmation that he is no longer under contract, has reopened his Pro Wrestling Tees store. He has five new t-shirt designs, some of which feature the phrase, bet on yourself. As noted, the current belief is in WWE is that Gargano will back, back in two. Either way, it's unlikely that he will make a decision on his future to after until after his and Candice Ray's baby is born, the baby is due sometime around in February. So, of course, like I said, I mean, this could have something to do with that. But we'll, of course, have to keep you, we'll keep you apprised, of course, on, <clears throat> on of course, uh, that situation. Jeremy Thomas posted this here last night as John Moxley has been seen out for the very first time since his hiatus. A photo of John Moxley out in the back for the first time since his hiatus is making the rounds online. Picture, of course, of, of you can see the picture on this page, of course, of Moxley, which was taken with a fan two weeks ago. As you know, Moxley went on hiatus from AEW at the start of November to enter an inpatient alcohol treatment program. According to comments in the Instagram, Moxley was happy to put him a happy. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out, of course, that you can check out, of course, on that post, that picture, of course, here on Instagram, um, if you wish to. Uh, you, you go to John Moxley's, of course, Instagram, good underscore John Moxley. And check out, of course, the picture here uh, that he was. Uh, he said, uh, "said of course, uh, um, this picture here, of course, has this person that said had, at John Moxley has appeared two weeks ago, taking a photo with with with, with this fan, and also recently in Kentucky to Florida on." The handle from KY to FL on Twitter 
posted that guy told me he saw Mox two weeks ago at a store where he was buying. Well, it says on a store, but it's supposed to be at a store where he wore where he was buying Christmas lights. So it was good to see Mox out and about and all that, and I hope he's doing well. And we wish, of course, continued nothing but continued wish not him nothing but the best for back, of course, wrestling here very very soon. One quick story that came out, of course, yesterday from Jeffrey Harris, as there are notes from on upcoming debut of NWA USA and their plans for 2022. As previously reported, NWA began taping its new series, NWA USA, last week in Atlanta. PW Insider has some more details on the new show and the future of NWA. According to PW Insider, the new NWA USA show will stream weekly on YouTube starting on January 8th of next year. Additionally, the first NWA pay-per-view event for 2022 will reportedly be the Crockett Cup. While NWA did film the first episodes of its new USA show at GPB Studios in Atlanta, PW Insider noted that the promotion has no plans right now to return to GPBD Studios due to restrictions on fan attendance in the venue. Also, PW Insider reported that the OGK who is Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, appearing in NWA was originally planned in advance before the announcement of Ring of Honor's upcoming hiatus. The idea was to put them in a program with Nick Aldis and Doug Williams that would have had both teams moving between NWA and Ring of Honor. Of course, due, due to the current iteration of Ring of Honor in, in, at this weekend after final battle, NWA, Billy Corgan decided to bring the OGK back, back into the company. So... We'll have to wait and see, of course, how all that will. We'll definitely, of course, have to wait and see how all that will, of course, pop up here uh, in the near future. And, of course, with, of course, like I said, with the Ring of Honor situation, of course, obviously, it's thrown a whole lot. It's thrown the monkey wrench, and I'm sure, in a whole bunch of plans. So, <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it right there with uh your and there's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stories here tonight, but there you have it there with a whole lot of your stories here tonight, as far as of course your uh, as far as on four eleven mania we do think that we do thank our friends at four eleven mania for allowing us to read those stories. I'll continue to give kudos to our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, of course King and W O Gerard T Smith and the Iceman Jared Girolamo to bring you all the news that's fit to print here. In the U.S. radio network, and of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in in G- GTS's case, super glue and duct tape—you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. And of course, we have never ever tried to dispute that in the past six years. Ladies and gentlemen, it appears that Mr. Gross apparently is has either not arrived or he may not have any plans on coming in. I'm not sure what the. the what the what the plan here is, so it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, that it looks like I'll have no alternative but and bring you the first take of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report. So that what's up? We'll go ahead and get that up, of course, here right now.
Okay, here we go. Here's our first off. Let's look at your first take wrestling history here for today. Of course, December the tenth. And our okay. Let's see. On this day in 1972, Ric Flair makes his professional wrestling debut in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. Flair wrestles George Gadaski to a time limit draw. On this day in 1903, Bruno San Martino defeats Stan Stasiak at Madison Square Garden, New York City, to win his second WWF title. He became the first man to win the belt on more than one occasion. On this day in 1975, Terry Funk defeated Jack Briscoe in Miami, Florida, to win the NWA World Heavyweight title. With the win, the Funk brothers, Terry and his brother Dory, became the first and to date only pair of brothers to both hold the NWA title. On this day in 1999, Tenru shared the IWGP Heavyweight Championship in a match with KJ Muda, who of course we know is the great Muda, in Osaka, Japan. On this date in the year 2000, WWF held their Armageddon pay-per-view at the Birmingham Jefferson Civic Center in Birmingham, Alabama. The main event was the first and only six-man held in the cell match with the WWF title on the line. Kurt Angle successfully defended the title against Stone Austin, Rikishi, The Rock, The Undertaker, and Triple H. The match was perhaps most famous for Undertaker choked Simon Rikishi from the top of the cell onto a heavily padded flatbed truck. Elsewhere on the card, Edge and Christian won the, the tag team titles in a fatal four-way tag team match against the Dudley Boys, the team of Road Dogg and K. Quick, and also the team of Bull Buchanan and the and the good and the Good Father from Right to Censor. On a state in 2006, TNA's turning point took place at the Impact Zone in Florida, Orlando, Florida. No titles changed hands on this. Abyss retained the TNA World Heavyweight title in a triple threat match against Sting and Christian Cage. In main event, saw Samoa Joe defeat Kurt Angle by submission. On the state in 2007, WWE presented a special 15th anniversary edition of Raw in Bridgeport, Connecticut. A number of famous names such as Steve Bischoff made cameos. The only title change on the night saw Cody Rhodes and Hardcore Holly defeat Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. To win, <clears throat> to win the WWE Tag Team Titles, and other notable matches, Evolution, who of course was reformed as Triple H, Batista, and Ric Flair, they they, re, they reformed to face Edge, Randy Orton, and Umaga. Evolution won by DQ. A gimmick battle royal was also held. Ted DiBiase. Other participants included Doink the Clown, The Goon, Skinner, Pete Gas, Gilbert, Flash Funk, and Steve Blackman. On this day in 2010, at a taping of ROH on HDNet, Christopher Daniels won the ROH TV title against Eddie Edwards. On this day in 2012, Japanese wrestling icon Kenta Kobayashi announced that he would retire in, in 2013. On the state in 2015, NXT held their first ever event outside of the outside of the U.S. with the first line of their U.K. tour taking place at the Metro Radio Arena in Newcastle, England. Finn Balor defended the NXT title in the main event against Sami Zayn. 
on saying 2018 on Monday Night Raw, Chad Gable and Bobby Roode won the Raw Tag Team titles, the handicap match win over the Authors of Pain, Ackham and Rezar, as well as their manager, Drake Maverick. And on this date last year, of course, a very somber moment, Tiny Zeus Lister was sadly found dead at his Marina Del Rey, California home at the age of 62. Lister starred opposite Hulk Hogan as the villain Zeus in the movie No Holds Barred. He then reprised the character to main event several pay-per-views in nine in tag team match matches, opposite, of course, against Hulk Hogan. Three notable birthdays to talk about here, of course, today. Today we want to wish a very happy, let's see, 37th birthday to JTG of the team, of course, Crime Time. Also, we want to wish a very happy 42nd birthday to Matt Bentley. Yeah. And we also want to wish a very happy 40, see. <clears throat> Let me look at this. Yes. Uh, a very happy 46th birthday to Steve Bradley. So happy birthday to JTG, Matt Bentley, and Steve Bradley here, of course, uh, tonight, here, of course, tonight. Now, ladies and now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll go ahead and get you. We'll get up your uh, pop culture history and birthday reports here as well. I'll go into the ten o'clock hour, ten o three p.m. Eastern. We'll of course get you your pop culture history and birthdays here as well. <clears throat> and of course, just like we do every single Wednesday on Outside the Ropes, it will be presented, of course, in that fashion. We'll kind of shorten it a bit as best we can, but we'll, we'll definitely, of course, get it here, too. On this date in 1520, Martin Luther publicly burns papal edict demanding that he recant. On this date in 1684, Isaac Newton's derivation of Kepler's laws from his theory of gravity contained in the paper De Motu Corpurum in Gyrum is read to the Royal Society by Edmund Haley. On this date in 1799, the metric system was first adopted in France. On this date in 1901, the first Nobel Peace Prize was awarded to Red Cross founder John Henry and peace activist Frederick Passe. On this date in 1936, Edward, Edward VIII signed the instrument of abdication, giving up the British throne to marry American divorcee Wallace Simpson. On this date in 1964, Nobel Peace Prize presented to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. in Oslo, Norway. One moment from our movies and television history. On this date in 1962, Dean's film Lawrence of Arabia, based on the life of T.E. Lawrence, and starring Peter O'Toole, premieres at Odeon uh, Leicester Square Square. It wins the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1963. On his date in music history in 2016, Bob Dylan is awarded the Nobel Prize for Literature at a ceremony he does not attend in Stockholm. Today in history, on his in 1831, Spirit of the Times begins publishing in New York City, the premier sports journal of the 19th century. On his in 1884, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain, is first published in the UK and Canada. <clears throat> the US would not would not uh, publish it until February of 1885, all due to a printing error. 
today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, James I was born on this date in 1394. He passed away in 1437. William Lloyd Garrison was born on this date in 1805. He passes away in 1879. Ada Lovelace was, was born on this day in 1815. She passes away in 1852. Emily Dickinson was born on this date in 1830. <clears throat> she passes away in 1886. Victor McLaughlin passed away on this date. I mean, was born on this day in 1886. He passed away in 1959, and Nellie Sachs was born on this day in 1891. She passed away in 1970, and there are some very interesting birthdays to talk about here. Of course, tomorrow we will bring them here to you on WWS Power Hour tomorrow evening. On this date in 1932, the Great Emu War ends. Emu's surprising resilience to bullets led to Emu victory over Australian military in Campion District in Western Australia. So what is to talk about on this date? In 1843, author and religious leader Mary Blake Eady, who was 22 at the time, marries building contractor George Washington Glover, who was 32 at the time, in Tilton, New Hampshire. On this day in 1947, jazz musician Ella Fitzgerald, who was 30 at the time, Mary's bass player, Ray Brown, who was 21 at the time, they were divorced in 1953. And on the day, 1961, Dr. Ruth marries Fred Westheimer. We don't know how old they were when they got married. One divorce speak up on the state in 1997. Motorcycle dare, daredevil, Evil Knievel, who was 59 at the time, divorces Linda Joan Bork after 38 years of marriage. Some passings that took place on this date. <clears throat> Alfred Nobel passed away on this day in 1896. Baseball great Walter Johnson passed away on this day in 1996. Um, singing superstar Otis Redding, uh, noted for the song Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, passed away on this date in 1967. Franjo Tudden passed away on 1999. Richard Pryor Legendary comedian Richard Pryor passed away on the on this date in 2005, and Augusto Pincho, Pinchet, yeah, passed away on this date in 2006. And of course, there we have some birthdays to branch in here tomorrow, and we'll bring those two to you tomorrow as well. Also, as we said on this day in 1896, Robert Nobel passed away on this day. He is unique Nobel Prize legacy rewarded pioneers in physics, chemistry, physiology, or medicine, literature, peace, and economics. Now let's go to your movies and television history and birthdays here for today. On this day in 1899, Frank Winkind's play Der Kommensager premieres in Berlin. On this day in 1926, the first radio broadcast in the spring which would be, of course, WCBS. I want to say 1952, WSLS TV Channel 10 in Roanoke, Virginia, <clears throat> which, is an NBC, which is an NBC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. A couple of moments here in 1953. First off, KOMO TV Channel 4 in Seattle, Washington, an ABC affiliate, begins their broadcasting. And WSTV, now, now WTOV TV Channel 9 in 
Tubmanville, you know, Tubmanville, of course, the legendary birthplace of the late Dean Martin. Uh, who, of course, this station is a CBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. As we said on this date in 1962, Lawrence of Arabia uh, premieres at the Odeon Leicester Square, Square, and it wins the Academy Award for Best Picture in 1963. Of course, this movie starred Peter O'Toole. On this date in 1963, Donny Osmond, who was six years old at the time, uh, made his singing debut on The Andy Williams Show. On this date in 1967, CBS officially renamed CBS TV Studio 50 in New York, which was built in 1927 as Hammerstein's Theater, as the Ed Sullivan Theater, in celebration of the 20th anniversary of his program. Of course, it would also for a while be the home of the, of course, first with David Letterman, and then now, of course, currently, I think, is now the home of, of still the home of the late show now under, of course, of course, with, with the host, with host Stephen Colbert. On this day in 1882, music history, Johann Brahms Choir and Orchestra piece, Yassane Der, Der, Der Parzin, Song of the Fates, premieres in Basel. On this day in 1927, the Grand Ole Opry first named as such during the Barn Dance broadcast in Nashville, Tennessee. On this day in 1953, John Murray Anderson's Almanac opens in Imperial New York City for 229 performances. On this day in 1963, Leonard Bernstein premieres his third symphony, Kaddish, with the Israel Philharmonic Orchestra in Tel Aviv, Israel. On this day, 1965, Yearling opens at Alvin Theater, New York City, for only three performances. 1978, Platinum closes at Mark Hellinger Theater in New York City after 33 performances. On this date in 1991, Crucible opens at Belasco Theater, New York City, for 32 performances. And on this date, 1991, I.M. Pei receives $5 million for design of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Museum. Some birthdays in the music history in, in the music world. On the state 1764, Louis Sebastian Lebrun was born in Paris. He was a French composer. He would pass away in 1829. On the state in 1813, Enrico Petrella was born in Palmyra. On the state, like I said, in 1813 in Palmella, Palm, Palmer, Palermo, Italy. He was a composer of Italian descent. He passed away in 19, I mean, 1877. I want to say in 1822, Cesar Frank was born in Belgium. He was a composer and organist of Belgian descent, known for the symphonic variations. He passed away in 1890. And I want to say in 1823, the, the, I can't even talk. I want to say in 1823, Theodore Hertegott Kirchner was born in Neukirchen, Germany. Uh, <clears throat> like I say, he's a composer of German descent. He passed away in 1903. And of course, one death on this date, like we said, Otis Redding passed away on this date in 1967. Some weddings, of course, here in music history, as we said, 1947. Ella Fitzgerald marries bass player Ray Brown. They will divorce six years later in 1953. On this day in 2005, Brad Wilk, who was the drummer for Audio Slave, who was 37 at the time, marries uh, seven-year B-I-T-C-H, former lead vocalist, Selena 
Green Vigil near the frozen waters of Emerald Bay in Lake Tahoe. And on this day in 2000, also 2005, legendary country music artist Garth Brooks, who was 43 at the time, married singer Tricia Yearwood, who was 41 at the time, in Claremore, California. Now let's check out your sports history and birthday reports here. On this day in 1810, English bare knuckle boxer Tom Cribb, American Tom Mullinow in 33rd of 44 a 40-round bout at Cop at Copfell Common in England, the first interracial boxing match. On this day in 1831, the Spirit of the Times begins publishing in New York City. It becomes the premier sports journal of the 19th century. On this day in 1918, John Hyder becomes president of baseball's National League for the second time. A couple of moments in 1919, first league votes to ban the spitballs used by all new pitchers, and and also same same the same year at the same time, New York, Boston, and Chicago oppose American League resolution accusing Ben Johnson of overstepping his duties. A couple of moments here in 1922. Pete Henry makes longest known NFL drop drop kicked field goal, which was 45 yards. His first National Football League championship undefeated Canton Bulldogs, 10-0-2, was named the inaugural champions. On in 1924, agreement reached on permanent rotation of World Series with each league getting games one, two, six, and seven in alternating years. Some notable birthdays here, folks. On this date in 1870, Tom McKibben was born in Bathurst, New South Wales. He was a cricketer of Australian descent, uh, New South Wales and Australian off-spinner in the late 19th century. He would pass away in 1939. On this date in 1879, James E. Norris was born in Montreal, Canada. He was a Hockey Hall of Fame team owner of the Detroit Red Wings. He was, of course, of Canadian descent, as we said. He passed away in 1952. On his day in 1883, Jesse Harper was born in Paw Paw, Illinois, a college football Hall of Fame coach with Notre Dame with a record of 57-17-7. He passed away in 1961. And on his day in 1886, William Booth was born in Putsey, England. He was a test cricket batsman of English descent. Of course, he did uh, WWI two tests. He passed away in 1916. As we said, baseball great Walter Johnson passed away on this day. And basketball great Dolph Shays passed away on this date in 2015. <clears throat> Let's see. On the same night. <coughs> Oh. Hmm. Excuse me. Uh, some weddings on his day, 1994. Um, he was a former Senate Majority Leader. All I have was his last was name, name, which I'm not sure who that is exactly. Anyway, he was 61 at the time. Mary's sports marketing executive, Heather McLaughlin, who was 35 at the time, at St. Bartholomew's Episcopal Church in New York City. On his Day 2005, Victoria's Secret and Sports Illustrated model Isabelle Fontana, who was 22 at the time, marries actor and model Henri Castelli, who was 27 at the time, at Fort Arden. 
Ari Joao in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Also in 2005, rugby star Clyde Rathbone, who was 24 at the time, marries Carrie Ann Leeson in South Africa. And I'll say 2010, tennis player Martina Hingis, who was 30 at the time, marries equestrian show jumper Thabal Houghton at a private civil ceremony in Paris, France. And ladies and gentlemen, there you have it with your uh, pop wrestling and pop culture history reports here, of course, here for today. And once again, we do want to thank our friends at 411 Mania for uh, for allowing us here <clears throat> to read their news stories here tonight. 1605-562-0444, caller ID uh, 138055-POUND. This is, of course, episode number 1079 of WCW U.S. Revolution. 18 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we said, Friday, December 10th, 2021. Mr. W. Mr. WSWUS, Chad Hinshaw here, coming at you here from the HQ here in Trinity, North Carolina. And we have someone standing by here who's been waiting ever so patiently. We'll go ahead and bring him in here, of course, here right now. He is, of course, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen he is, of course, the general manager of WCWUS Fan Empire, of course, on Facebook. He also, of course, provides our daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports on both WCWUS Fan Empire as well as WCWUS Entertainment Cavalcade. Plus, of course, also, and also other additional uh, groups on, on Facebook as well. He's also, of course, a multiple time title holder in both WCWUS and GSWI. Of course, as we said, that, of course, he currently, of course, has been. He, has been in and been busy, of course, with a real big defense as one half of the AEWS World Tag Team Champions alongside alongside the human suplex machine, John Gross. <clears throat> but of course, he's also known as, of course, the man with the the man with the golden voice. Of course, he has he has promoted that each and every time. Of course, on here on all of our shows, and also also, ladies and gentlemen, if you happen to walk, walk in, I'll talk in a minute. If you happen up and down the streets of his native Indianapolis, Indiana, walking up and down the sidewalks or driving up and down the streets and having seen this young man um, close by and all that, you'll know it's him because he does show a unique likeness to both Arsenio Hall and also Lionel Richie, which, of course, you can give him one of these, and he will, of course, thank you for it. He will say, hello. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be in here right as we welcome to episode number 1079 of wcws revolution i bring you the one and the only the soul man justin lewis fleming justin we welcome you sir to episode 1079 of revolution thank okay. you very much. no problem well we do thank you for being here with us here of course tonight obviously justin just for the time being is just you and me uh there's a we have not heard, we have heard the possibility that the Iceman may end up returning here tonight. Uh, we now have not heard anything from John. Um, maybe he, of course, is at a Starbucks making out with a girl. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> of course, he'll probably boy, if, it, if he was doing that at a Starbucks. All I would pretty much say is, "Come over here, and I'll show you my latte." Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
That was okay. Bad move. Yeah, I know. Anyway, <coughs> let's go ahead and get down to get down, of course, to brass tacks here, of course, as we always do. Um, obviously, of course, I'm sure you have probably was have had, of course, of course, paid, of course, attention to what happened tonight on SmackDown. Would you care to give us any anything that any insight as to it did, of course, happen tonight on SmackDown that was worth noting? Um. The only thing that um I really Sami Zayn I saw Sami Zayn running his mouth in that in a wheelchair and then Brock Lesnar had a camp come in and um um had, um shut 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 him um attack one of uh Sami's uh, Zayn's um ner- um ner- um male nurses and uh. What else? Um, I saw um, Zia Lee make her protector, make her um, SmackDown debut tonight, helping um, Naomi um, from uh, Shayna, from Sonya Deville, Shayna, and um, Natalia. That was that was good. And um, and uh, saw in the no one's contenders match um, between Tony Storm and Shara Flair. Charlotte got disqualified and Tony Stone won the match and after the match, Queen Bit Queen Bit Charlotte um had the audacity of um to um rubber feet to um Tony Storm's face. I mean it, it it was um the ending of SmackDown was okay. I saw um New Souls fight New Day. And I think New Day probably won. And um that's all I can say. Okay. Okay. You no, know, well, but you know what? One thing, Charlotte. You know, Charlotte. Char, um. I, um. Um. I, I, I hope she loses that year at um SmackDown Women's titles. Some down, like probably some that down the road, time down the road. Hmm. 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 Well. Uh, there was, of course, what I, uh, there was, of course, a story I did read that something about that Adam Pierce was kind of teasing about a possible rematch between um, Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan after what happened on Raw. Uh, uh, any, um, any, any take, any uh, thoughts about that? Uh, um, any thoughts about, of course, um, that 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 possibility? Wait, um, wait you see, we said what about Aaron Pierce? I said something that I read something in the news a while ago that Adam Pierce was teasing a possible rematch after what happened, of course, on on Raw Monday, uh, a, a rematch between. Uh, Becky Lynch and um, Liv Morgan. Yeah, because um, yeah, because uh, I think Mike um, yeah, um, 
Yeah, I think there's a rematch because um, Becky's hand was on the rope and she, when she made a pin on Liv Morgan last Monday. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, obviously, of course, I said Becky Lynch held the ropes down. That's how she was able to pull off the win. Uh, this shows right now, with all respect, of course, to one of our own, who is a big Becky Lynch. Apparently, Becky will probably go through any lengths, even if she has to cheat in order to hold on to her belt. And Same thing with Scarlett. Well, of course. Oh, I mean, I agree. I mean, I agree. I agree. Like I said, a hundred, a hundred and ten percent. That's why it's, it's, it's like it's like um, this Rollins thing. That's like the four horsewomen show. Mm-hmm. Certainly. I mean, is this more? This is more and more leaning towards a potential, a potential. Um, because I mean, I even read a story the other week. I mean, that Bailey was asked about a potential a potential situation to where like i said her and becky and charlotte and uh sasha banks you know can kind of come, come together as one here and do some damp and 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 do and try something out and bailey even noted saying that she'd be willing to try something like that but of course obviously um Obviously, of course, the situation with uh, obviously, of course, I think in a nutshell, she was pretty much saying that everybody needs to try to get their acts together and all that, and try to learn to cooperate with one another a period of time to see what, if it's going to actually even take or not. So, I mean, so we just simply would just have to wait and see. Of course, obviously, if in fact that is actually going to uh, that is actually going to is that if that's actually going to uh you know come through or not so i mean a lot of people would like to see it but the only i think my i think my only um my only my thing about it you know right now hopefully in 2022 they can probably start fresh and maybe start anew and maybe like I say, you know, Bailey can, you know, get herself back back up and going. I mean, she's just still t- taking it at a, at a slow process. I know she's been gone for about, she's been gone for about five, at least five or six months. But still, I mean, recovering from like a, what she had to go through in order to, I think it was like a search she had to have for something. So, obviously, obviously, of course, she would have to, uh, you know, she she would have to get herself back up and going here, and then of course, obviously, of course, if she, you know Charlotte needs to try to try to start getting along with pretty much any with everybody again, because apparently, she, apparently, she's not she's she's not really playing that at all at all whatsoever. Uh, and then of course with Sasha, we don't know what the deal is going to be with her, but I mean. But if that that I mean they should have went ahead and did something like that before they did, especially around the time that Ronda Rousey was even, you know, uh, was starting to become a household name after she had been a household name in the UFC and was trying to become a household name in the WWE, especially after seeing Marina. 
I'm after Sealer competing in the May Young Classic several years ago. You know, it was obvious that, like I said, uh, it was obviously, of course, like I said, it was been interesting to kind of see, you know, see that happen then. And they should, they should have went ahead and did that then. But obviously, of course, they did not go that route. And you know, think about how WWE could have possibly had a chance at maybe surviving maybe a little bit more, maybe start gaining a little effect here and there. But that, I'd say that was one storyline they did not go with because, again, it probably could have been something could have been along the lines, obviously, of the fact that it was something that Vince McMahon didn't think about, and if Vince McMahon didn't think about it, he's not going to go along with it. I mean, that's one reason why, above all else, I think that he's also, you know, every time that he's handed, of course, a draft for, like I said, a script and all that, you know, he ends up doing all that, he ends up throwing it in the trash, and and he actually tells him to start writing all over again, and he's he's back at it. So, I mean, so, I mean, again, like I said, that's one reason why the company's in the blame shape of him. Because of the fact that Vince doesn't like anybody else's ideas primarily except his. Except his. So, and he doesn't even give a darn about what I think about him. So, but we'll just have to wait and see, of course, what will go down. But, Thank you, Justin, for your uh, for your uh, thoughts about tonight's edition of SmackDown. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is, of course, episode number one thousand seventy nine of WCW US Revolution. Um, of course, this Friday, December tenth, two thousand twenty one. It is ten thirty one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mr. WCW US Chad Hinshaw here with you alongside the soul man Justin Lewis Fleming here with me, of course, here tonight. Uh, of course, no words from from anyone else, including of course uh the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo or the human suplex machine John Gross. We have not heard from either one of them. Um, nor any not no one nor anybody else, of course, part of our, our panel. We hope to hear some folks here, as of course we have plenty of time, of course, to uh we have plenty of time, of course, for that to go down. So we'll just have to wait and see, of course, what will happen there. Coming up here, of course, tomorrow night at 6 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. Do not forget, as always, our edition of WCW US Power Hour, 141364-pound. As I'll be, as of course, I will be, of course, bringing you uh, a review of everything that took place here in the radio network here, uh, this week. Also, I'll be bringing you, of course, uh, <clears throat> I'll be bringing you, of course, here tomorrow's wrestling and pop culture history and birth history and birthdays. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I will bring you be bringing you, of course, some wrestling news tidbits that come in between overnight tonight and, of course, during the day tomorrow. Courtesy of our friends at 411 Mania. Be sure to, of course, join us for WCWUS Power Hour uh, tomorrow tomorrow night. Start right here, of course, all part of the WCWUS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, just a little breaking news here. I think we have someone popping in here and taking a gander here. I believe I know who it is. So let's go ahead and introduce this gentleman right here. He is, of course, a three-time WCW US Hall of Famer. He is, of course, part of the team which brings you both Raw Radio on Monday afternoons 
Sports Machine on Friday afternoons, of course, right here on the radio network. He also, of course, holds multiple uh, uh, championships, of course, here in WCWUS and WCWUS and also GSWI. He is also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he does help in the great city and state of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Of course, he does tell it like it is in the world of wrestling, sports, entertainment, and so on, so forth. Also, ladies and gentlemen, he has proven time and time again that he is, that he, of course, he definitely brings the best here to you every single, every single day. And it doesn't, and of course, he's been also been able to prove the fact that he can do it quite well without wearing a pair of pants. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome, of course, to episode number 1079, of course, of Revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, of course, on all of our shows here at AD. But, of course, ladies and gentlemen, his real name is the Iceman. And I'm talking about the one and the only Jared D. Geralmo. JD, we welcome you, sir, to episode 1079 of Revolution. Thank you very much here for joining us here. We didn't think you were going to make it in tonight, but we do thank you for coming in. Good to be oh, here. We've got, we got a lot to discuss. Okay. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, I have been, I have, of course, been speaking for the past hour here. Well, hold on, Justin, for just a second. I have been speaking here for, of course, the last little bit here. So I'm going to take a little bit of a breather here, folks, because We'll be here even past the 11 o'clock hour here, folks, because we got several more things to mention here. Uh, and of course, our show, our show will probably like can probably last can go for probably three hours tonight, if of course, if that's if that's if everyone is up to that to the ultimate challenge, as they say. Uh, so in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, while I take a little bit of a breather here, rest up the voice, and take care of a couple of little small errands, we're going to turn we're going to turn JD loose here. And you gotta let him go ahead and get to cover a lot of things here that he definitely wishes to get off of his chest. Uh, <clears throat> of course, uh, right here on Revolution 1079, Mr. WCWUS will be re- will return here in just a few short moments. JD, please go ahead and take it. I will be back momentarily. Okay. As you know, of course, Raw this week will be coming up this Monday night in St. Paul, Minnesota. And we understand, of course, one of the matches that has been discussed, of course, or not discussed as a match, but could be having some major implications concerning day one. It's a couple weeks from tomorrow night, if you will. Bobby Lashley will be there Monday night to deal with Big E, if you will. Also, we understand, of course, coming up, believe it or not, however, we understand, of course, college football will be starting their bowl season will be from today with two big bowl games coming up. And, of course, we'll talk about those games coming up this Monday on Raw Radio. Meanwhile, however, Hulk has the son is set to make his AEW Rampage debut tonight against Lego Del Sol. And, of course, we saw what happened last night as Pittsburgh ended up losing to Minnesota, despite the fact the Steelers did rally, but it was too little, too late, if you will, however, after being down 23 nothing at the end of the first half, the Steelers did try to come back. Thanks to, of course, Najee Harrison's 95 yards rushing, Ben Roethlisberger's 300 yards passing. But unfortunately, the Steelers unfortunately took a major playoff hit, if you will, as they end up losing to Minnesota, if you will. And of course, finally, of course, real quick, 
We saw what happened tonight on SmackDown in Los Angeles, which I'm going to talk about in just a few minutes. All I can say is, John, we beat your hockey team tonight 4-2, however, sorry to say. But as far as SmackDown goes tonight, all I can say tonight, this show was a laugher. And a laugher in the worst way possible. This show was not good. The Brock Lesnar, Heyman, yeah, the Brock Lesnar, Heyman thing. I don't know what's going on there. We kind of have an idea of what's going to happen coming up to day one. And uh, overall, just it wasn't that great, you know. I mean, we saw the in-ring debut of Shia Lee. Uh, of course, somehow, somebody show up during the encounter, of course, uh, involving Sonya Deville, Natty, and Shayna Baszler. We also saw Tony Storm take on the queen herself, Charlotte the Clown Flair, which I say, you know what Flair, I always call her, however. But, uh, of course, the clown is only fitting for her name. And, of course, that, of course, was ridiculous in itself. As once again, however, somehow, someway, they shit all over Tony Storm. But overall, tonight's SmackDown was not that great. It was terrible. It was a joke. And, of course, we're going to see what happens next week and they go to Chicago. So that's all I want to say at this point. That being said, we saw some other things that did happen. But overall, this was just an absolute waste of time, if you ask me, as far as SmackDown goes tonight. So there you go. Oh, and uh, we do have one other thing to report. Earlier today, Michael Naismith of the Monkees did pass away at the age of 78. We saw, of course, our thoughts and prayers with Naismith's friends, family, and fans. Also, we saw earlier last night some very tragic football news to report as well. As Demarius Thomas was found in his home in Georgia at the age of 33. We're not sure what from. Some people think it's a suicide. Some people think it's something else, however, but we're not real sure yet. But we will continue. But we have heard it could have been health-related. As he was known to have seizures, he would have been 34 in a couple of weeks. So there you go. Okay, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, excuse me, there, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back here. My apologies. Uh, as I always say, whenever Mother Nature calls, you do not want to keep her busy. Uh, JD, I got to ask your thoughts about something. This is something based upon a story that I just read in, in the news, and also something Justin told me about what happened on SmackDown tonight. I like to mention both. And like to get your opinion on both, if I may, please, sir. Uh-huh. Number one, number one, uh, the first, the first, your thoughts on the, the story that Adam Pierce has been teasing a possible rematch between Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan, and number two, about your thoughts about how the match with Charlotte Flair and Tony Storm had, made, did on had on SmackDown, and what happened after that match. 
Well, first off, I mean, we're probably going to hear more about the Becky Liv Morgan thing, I would imagine, probably this coming week, how, this next week, however, obviously. They've still got a few weeks to go until day one. They'll probably start building it more, how I would think, especially after what went down this past Monday in Memphis, probably this coming Monday in St. Paul or next week in Chicago. I'll we'll wait to see what happens. So they've still got a few weeks to build up as far as that goes. Now, as far as Charlotte and Tony Storm goes, however, once again, however, uh, I will say Tony gave it a good effort, but once again, let's have the stupid little blonde bimbo bitch backstabbing little cunt, however, as I like to call her, however, Charlotte the twat flare somehow find a way to totally bury Tony Storm, however. Because once again, honestly, Charlotte found a way to basically have Vince's balls in her mouth, however, and out her backside, however, because once again, however, they found a way to just slap Tony Storm right across the face. Now, whether or not Tony gets another match against her down the road, I would not be surprised. But once again, it had to be Charlotte Flair playing her politics game, however, because she's known to be Miss Politics herself, however, by basically sucking up the management and basically having everything hands on a silver player because of her daddy, if you will, however, because obviously how. Charlotte likes to find a way to blow management, however, any chance he gets, however, whether it's from Mr. No Personality, No Balls himself, Sonny Jackass, people vote, laughable laryngitis, laryngitis, of course, Nick No Nonsense, Nebby Khan, of course, Mr. I Love You, backstabbing Bruce Boy, Bruce backstabbing Bitch Boy, Bastard Pritchard, and of course, the geriatric female. See now, racist, bigot, narcissistic, egomaniacal, ass clown, douchebag himself, Mr. BKF. But yeah, all told, this show tonight was an absolute waste. I mean, you basically did nothing, and then the whole song, you Naomi thing was ridiculous, even though you brought Shia Lee into the fold, however, to protect Naomi, however, tonight from Shane and Maddie, that was just a waste. The triple threat match, of course, was okay. We saw the New Day in the point, but, uh, he, of course, once again had Boeing Coxstein, Burger King himself, Boeing playing uh, bitch boy Baron Coxstein, Clown Shoes Corbin, and his little boyfriend, Joey Fatone 2.0, Warren Magcap, Maggot Moss, however, tried to finally steal Drew's sword after Drew put the sword right through him, Pierce the table. The segment involving Brock Lesnar and uh, Pierce was a waste of time. The first segment was a waste of time involving Brock and Sammy Sammy. This was just an absolute just killed the crowd. Plus, you had some big names in the crowd tonight. Reggie Bush, Maria Manus, the cast of Jackass Forever. Maria Manus was with X-Pop we saw, which was pretty interesting when you think about that. But yeah, this was just an absolutely lazy, lackluster, laughable show. This was just absolutely boring beyond words. It did nothing for me And I would not be surprised if Rampage ends up winning the night with the rain. We'll have to wait and see what happens. I agree with that, J.D., thank you very much. While we have you on the line, J.D., and, of course, Justin, listen here as well, as we are now officially are prepared to bring you the official results of all the matches here, of course, especially, of course, the our AWS World Tag Team title uh, triple threat match, as well as all the matches stemming from the War Games Prediction title challenge. So let's go ahead and get – just go ahead and run those down. First off, of course – the official result of the AEWS World Tag Team Championship, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross and Justin Lewis Fleming, 
once again retain the AEWS World Tag Team titles as they only receive as they receive six votes. Heather Renee and Chelsea Glover, the GSWI, technically come up with two votes. And the team of Alayla Peters and George Palmarino comes up with only one vote. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, John and Justin will be facing the final team that was part of the big contenders match several weeks ago, the team of Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and Danny from Oak Park to see if, of course, Bobby and Danny could possibly, you know, be able to, to come to, of course, uh, uh, put up a challenge to, of course, John and Justin to Bobby and Danny. But still, let's just see if we can make it one good match, of course. And we'll post that match here, of course, sometime over the weekend. Now, J.D., of course, obviously you'll need to listen to this one. As you know, John defended the NXT U.S. War Games Championship, and you defended the NWA U.S. War Games Championship. Apparently, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we had all week to get this all going and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, your winner... Still the NXT US War Games champion and now the new NWA US War Games champion, the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, you better be sleeping with one eye open, my friend, because I'm coming for your balls. And they're going to be yeah. taken from me. I'm going to castle your sorry ass when I get you back in the ring. So you better be wishing oh. right now that you better be sleeping with one eye open, my friend, because you got lucky. So if the result was John received four votes, but for some reason, and all due respect to you, JD, all due respect, no one showed any love for you. That's all I gotta say. Nobody voted for you. That's what I want. You're all gonna be my sisters, and you're all gonna pay dearly, and you're all gonna be feel gonna be feeling hell come upon you when I deal with all of you separately, one way or another. Well, well, JD, JD, I want you to listen. To, I want you to listen very carefully to what I'm about to mention here, but because you're not gonna be out of the woods here yet okay i want you to sit tight here for just a second the official result of the number one contendership for the nxt us war games championship since we now know that john is going to be defending this belt he will be defending this nxt us war games belt against alayla peters alayla received four votes mitt mitt all received one justin and william banks did not receive any votes at all. So now, now at the U.S. Uh, War Games uh, Championship, it would appear, ladies and gentlemen, that John will be defending this belt against GSW member Elian. He receives, followed by Antonio Gutierrez, who has had one vote. And also the Lewis Cannon should kill Cole Cephas, who received one vote. And for some reason, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, has not received any at all, any uh, any love at all either. And he did not receive any for some odd reason. I have no idea why. Because as I've mentioned many, many times here, of course, J.D. knows him and him recently. If you happen to see the name Bobby Gilmore posted on any of these poll matches, that's who Mr. Hulkamania is. Yeah, come on, people. Vote. So, vote, yes. So, it looks like, but, J.D., here's when you, here's where you are going to come in, my friend. 
Next week, these matches will take place. John is going to have double duty right here as he's going to defend the NXT US War Games belt against Layla. And he's going to be a US War Games belt against Ian McWilliams. Now, you get because you held this belt for so long, JD. That's why I definitely want you to listen to this very carefully because I sat here and thought about this. That with regard, regard, regardless of what the outcome of either one of these matches are, okay, if John can retain them both, okay. If Alayla or Ian McWilliams dethrone him of one of these best, that, that doesn't make a difference. You are going to have an opportunity to go after one of these two belts here again, and it's going to be your choice to decide which one. So you're not out of the woods in this yet because that's the because you held this belt for so long, JD. That's the that's the least that's the best I can really that's that's the best thing I can the best thing I can do here. Um so I'm gonna of course be considering that and all that regardless of if John or uh Alayla prevail in the NXT US War Games title match or if John and or uh, John or Ian McWilliams prevail in the NWA US War Games title match. You get you can pick which one of those two you want to go after. You can go back after the NWA US belt which you had, or you can go after the other one. Choice. But I know you're probably going to want a little payback in some fashion on John. So, um. And I'll even do one even better, JD. While this is going on, let me let me put this thought in your mind, if I may, sir. Okay, be thinking about this. And this and the ideas keep popping in my head, JD. Because, like I said, you are the man here. Okay, you're one of the one of my top guys. So I want you. To, I'm doing this because it's because you know me, man. I give people chances, right? Okay. Here's the thing. You, <clears throat> in the meantime here, I will, um, if you get an opportunity to check out WCWS Universe or the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center second phase page and look at the list of the Hall of Champions, okay? And look at either belt, other belts that John has that's on that list. You're choosing, you can go after him, after another one of his belts, and do it on this show. Your choice. So you're getting that opportunity as well, JD. So be thinking about that very, very carefully. <clears throat> but uh, I hope JD, you listen to all of that. Well, I heard you loud clear. Okay. Well, like I said, just be thinking, taking all that over, but and you can let us know. As you, of course, you as you retake the helm of Raw Radio, of course, Monday afternoon. So, uh, so just be thinking about that. And, we'll, and by we'll, the way, this Monday, Dustin Mitt, myself, along with Neil, Chad, Gerard, Michelle, Ange, AML, Jeff, Rhonda, of course, Bonzi, of course, and John will have a lot to talk about, including the weekend review, of course, of the NFL. We also talk about the Monday football preview of the Bams Cardinal game. Our Raw Reigns Predictions 138744-pound episode 322. We'll also talk about the year in review. What moments stood out to us this year? 
We'll have a lot to discuss about the Heisman Trophy candidacy. Okay. Be sure to check it out this coming Monday. Uh, Justin, you were sa- you were saying something there, Justin. I can't believe I'm now, I I hated how Charlotte White whipped the feet off on off on Tony Storm's face. It's been starting to get very very low on a lot of these storylines, JD. In your opinion, based upon this yeah. stuff like that, yeah, yes, he is. I mean, is that I mean. Is he becoming that desperate that the superstars to try anything in order to garner some sort of to garner some sort of okay to try to get his top shows noticed? They would go to the lows kind of like this in order to in order to try to, to get people talking about him and his company again and all that stuff and all that. I mean, yeah, he, he's. he's I mean, it's just it's it's become very very sad that like yep. you know it's just become very very sad that that you know in this business for years, you know whose grandfather and father started the very company that he is currently overseeing to this very day. That apparently a lot of people even figured back in the day that he wouldn't be able to handle it. You know, I mean, he took a gamble a long time ago when he came up with WrestleMania. And of course, a lot of this stuff for a while did work and all that. But all of a sudden, he started reusing, of course, old tactics in order to try to stay. And so, and, and, the, and funny thing, that, the, funny is, the funny thing is, though, too, also, not only that, I mean, tonight, however, he uh, did what was, well, I would say kind of okay and cool, but they did pay a tribute to the Blackjacks, which was pretty cool. However, you know, all know. Black Jeff Lanz was lost earlier this week, you know, a year ago. At this time, we lost Pat Patterson. But the thing is, though, I mean, he's done nothing to change anything. But like I said, right now, I think Fox is getting frustrated with him and the bullshit that he's been putting on television every week for the last little while. And I'll be right there. Okay, J.D., thank, thank you very much here. Uh, like I said, one, 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 one more time right here, folks. One six zero five. Five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is, of course, episode number one thousand seventy nine of WCW US Revolution. It is ten fifty six p.m. Eastern Standard Time I'm here. This is Friday, two thousand twenty one. Mister WCW US Chad Hinshaw on the line here with you, of course, along with the Sunman Justin Lewis Fleming, and of course now with the Iceman Jared DiGiralmo. <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, we have unconfirmed reports, ladies and gentlemen. That in that the human suplex machine John Gross did, of course, expose himself at a Starbucks here today, saying, "Show me your latte." <laughs> oh, oh Lord, how this good thing? Probably he's not okay. I can't believe I just did that. Uh, but um, but right now, but Justin, I'm sure, of course, you. I'm sure you and John are definitely going to be prepared, as of course this weekend I will be, of course. Posting your last, your, your, um, as we're going to, of course, have the very last team, um, that was part of that big contenders match we had around, I think, around, I think it was around Halloween, I think, did that. Um, of, of course, uh, this time when you defend the, um, AWS World Tag Team titles, um, and we'll give you a little bit of, y'all will give you and John a little bit of a breather after that. Of course, 
This time will be against a team of, like I said, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, and also Danny from Oak Park. Uh, of course, that, I will post that match, of course, over the weekend. And, of course, we will give the, you the result up here next next uh, Friday night, which, of course, I do believe will be, let's see, let's see uh, will be episode number 1082 of Revolution. So, uh, so Justin, like I said, has been on a, Justin has definitely been on a humongous role as, of course, as, as one half of the AWS World Tag Team Champions here, of course, in recent memory. Uh, and I'm sure that at some point down the road here that one of the have faced is going to jump up at another, wanting another opportunity here at this belt. We'll, uh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely, of course, like I said, hope to hear from, we'll definitely, of course, John and Justin will probably, I'm sure, no doubt, will have some more logical contenders in mind even kind of jumbling up some of the ones who have already had the opportunities. But uh, we'll uh, we'll keep you informed about all this here, of course, as well. <clears throat> um, but uh, but nevertheless here, folks, uh, uh, <clears throat> of course, our Trivia Championship Series, of course, a big-time thing here in WCWS. We always urge folks, if they wish to, of course, test their wrestling knowledge. Of the past and present of course here in the world of professional wrestling we urge everyone to of course like i said jump in of course any of our groups here in wcws and of course an opportunity at one at one of our belts at some point be sure to check out of course the list of the list of, that we have currently on wcws universe which of course i have also forwarded to the pay-per-view prediction center second phase facebook page if anyone ever sees, of course, a title they would like to go for and would like to face this particular person, well, we can try to make all, we'll do our best to make all the arrangements. And, of course, we'll let you know. And you just tell us, of course, would you like to do it? Would you like to do it in the form of a poll match? And, of course, like I said, we can do it with wrestling trivia. We can do it with Jeopardy. We can do it with Family Feed. We can do it with anything. Like I said, y'all, anyone here, name the stipulation. And we will provide that here for you. So, but be sure to, of course, like be sure to, of course, here, folks, uh, let us know which one you would like to go for. Like I say, any belts at all. Like I say, regardless if it's OHUS, NXTUS, AEWS, WWFUS, DXUS, NWOUS, NWAUS, UFCUS. Or this day, WCW US belt itself. We'd love to hear. We'd love to, of course, like I said, uh, anyone to jump on an opportunity to, of course, compete for these. To compete for the to compete for these belts, and of course, in 2022, we hope to, of course, do something really, really big. On that note, I'm going to get rolling here, guys. I will talk to you throughout the weekend. So until Monday, I bid you all adieu. Okay, JD, thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Your partner, have a good evening. Have a good weekend. Stay safe out there, bud. We appreciate it. Yeah. Good night. And of course, like I said, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, there, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank him for, of course, popping in here tonight. Uh, before, of course, we get to report, before, of course, ladies and gentlemen, I will, I will, of course, continue to point out, of course, our page. Uh, Bulldog DVD sales and variety, of course, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups 
forward slash bulldog DVD sales variety. As we, of course, ladies and gentlemen, still have a, a tremendous amount of DVDs for sale, of course, here, folks. Um, um, so, of course, if you do have one, any of the streaming services and you get a little bit tired of watching a lot of that stuff on there and don't really want to pay any pay the huge amounts just to see one movie, why not keep a copy of it so you can watch it all the time? So, I mean, check out, like what we said, what we have posted on, on our page. Uh, as we said, of course, DVDs in the um, window envelopes here, ladies and gentlemen, are only worth. 25 DVDs in the jewel um, in the jewel seat like CD cases are worth 50 cents um, Also, of course ladies and gentlemen DVDs and blu-rays of course posted in their original in their original Cases with of course the original artwork and everything like that are worth one dollar a piece Regardless of how many discs are in it here folks it is worth one dollar Flat out no job no no joke. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you're able to watch anything on watch in an HD on the HD DVD format, we do have a lot of HD DVD titles available, and they are worth two dollars. A lot of those are currently, of course, posted, of course, on the page. Or even as we speak, we may still have some titles from lists that we have posted on there for have we've had on there for the past two years. Uh, be sure to see if you see one in particular you are interested in and we would love to of course I and I will definitely of course check check for you and if we do have it available of course I will we will let you know and of course we'll let you know about how the payment process of course here will turn out we'll, we'll um, how the payment process works so be sure to of course like I said check out what we have of course on there today of course uh, and, uh, and you most like said to JD here. JD is one of those who's been a very avid customer of these, of some of a lot of, the, of, of a lot of DVDs on the page. Of course, a very satisfied customer indeed. Mr. Hulkamania Bob Ziegler has also been, of course, a very uh, satisfied. Has also been very satisfied with, of course, the uh, with everything with with with, the, with any with any of the DVD with all the DVDs that we, he has purchased from us there. Also, people have come to us and bought some here before, regardless of however much they are. Um, they have been quite satisfied, of course, here with that. And of course, we still have a, we still have some. Of course, we do need to add on. So, as we said, between tonight and tomorrow, and over or tonight and over the weekend, we will be, of course, adding these titles onto the page. If you see any of them at all, you wish to go after, and all of them have been thoroughly. Checked out by Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw, and I can assure you, ladies and gentlemen, I would not post them on the page if there was any problem at all with any of the discs. So that's my complete guarantee and my that's my complete assurance. Remember, at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to, of course, check out what we have, of course, on tap here, of course, here today, and maybe. Like I said, who done something uh, probably just in time for Christmas, and so and even even after the holidays, if you still want to come on and and purchase any, please let us know, and we'll definitely, like I said, uh, 
we'll definitely, of course, uh, work with you on that as well. And, of course, like I said, I mean, Justin here, of course, is listening. And I'm hoping Justin is one of those that will have an opportunity. We get an opportunity to check that page out sometime here down the road. So, uh, in the meantime here, speaking of Justin here, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure he is itching at the bit here to, of course, provide us with, the, with of course, his take. Uh, of course, the second part, we'll say, of our wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here for today, December the 10th. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, ladies and gentlemen, be sure, as always, to, of course, check out his daily wrestling and pop culture history and birthday report on both WCW US Fan Empire for the wrestling portion and also WCW US Entertainment Cavalcade for the pop culture portion of his report. With that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and turn it loose. Let's turn Justin loose. Let him go ahead and get his take on get his report in, of course, here for the evening. Uh, Justin, please go ahead and proceed. And uh, um I also got something to close out the show with tonight. Okay. And yes, while Justin plays the closing theme tonight, ladies and gentlemen, he is actually going to be dancing, performing his uh, male stripper moves. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Justin, I'm kidding, my friend. I'm just kidding. I, I know. I know. I'm, bre I'm breaking the ice there, bud. I'm bre breaking the ice. Justin, please go ahead. Here. Go ahead. <laughs> Hey, today, today is a happy 35th birthday to Don Nishikawa, Japanese wrestler. I know John, John, I know John mentioned JCG already. Today's a happy 30, today's a happy 38th birthday to John Rare from Birmingham, Alabama. Today's a happy 40th birthday to Hikaru, um, Yoshimi Shotai, nobody's renamed, uh, nobody renamed Hakiro from Japan. No, John mentioned. Um, John mentioned him already, didn't Chad? Um, Maverick, Matt Bentley. Yeah, well, I did it. Yes, I mentioned Matt Bentley. Yes. Oh. Remember, he was an artist. Yeah. Um, I know John mentioned. Um, I already mentioned. Um, S.A. Rios's birthday today. Mentioned. No, I didn't mention S.A. Rios. Okay. Okay. Today's a happy forty-second. Uh, 43rd birthday to Jose de Dallas Saldana, but no my Mexican wrestler, but no my name, Mr. Aguilia. And um, known for his time in WWE as S.A. Rios and Papi Chulo in TNA, which is now Impact Wrestling. Today's happy 45th birthday to Mark Bell, Gypsy New York wrestler. Today would have been a happy. 46, happy 46th birthday. 46th birthday of James, Stephen James Bison, better known by his renamed Steve Bradley. I know you remember him, Chad. 
Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. He died. He died. Uh, he died on December fourth, two thousand eight, in the parking lot across the street from where um, street from where he once operated a pro wrestling school in Manchester, New Hampshire. That's right. That's right. And see, uh, here's some wrestling history today. 50 years ago today, in Georgia Championship Wrestling, Okishina versus the champ, Billy Spears and Carl Von Strongham versus Jerry Oates and Kubla Khan, Berto Soto and Flash Monroe, Von Bill versus Joe Turco, El Mongo versus Mr. X, Georgia Tag Team Time Match, The Assassins versus Bill Drummond and Bill Armstrong for the title. Georgia Airway Time Match, Buddy Cole versus Jimmy Dancing Bear for the title. 50 years ago today in AWA, Denver, Colorado, in the auditorium, AWA World Heavyweight Champion Vern Gagne beat Ray Stevens via disqualification in 18 20 minutes when Stevens ran Ray Gagne's head to the ring post. Bobo Johnson and Cowboy Lane beat Tiger Thomas and Lil Bruiser in a two out free falls match. Larry Dax Hang beat Dr. X in less than 13 minutes. Lars Anderson beat Joe Blanchard. The report attendance was 5,209. See, um, 40 years ago today in eight, um, promoted by AWA. In Oakland, California, AWA champion Nick Baldwin defeated Tito Santana. Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel and Hulk Hogan defeated Jerry and Adrian Dawes and Jesse Dubai Ventura. Judy Martin defeated Joyce Grable. Kim Petur defeated Buck Zonhom. Zonhom. Bobby Heenan defeated Roger Kirby. Heenan can't even wrestle. He doesn't, he doesn't know how to wrestle for shit. He's not here. I mean, he, he, I mean, you agree, don't you, um, Chad? Well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, even though he was, he had, he had been, he had been into wrestling pretty much all his life. But like I said, he, he, they always said that he must pretty much desired to be more of a manager than he did. Even in the, even of course, in the early days of the WWE, he actually did a lot of. Uh, he did. He, he did. He did. Some, he did a, some wrestling here and there. Of course, of course, especially that one match I, I would mention was the one that he did with uh, Ultimate Warrior one time, in which he lost the Ultimate Warrior, and Ultimate Warrior put a weasel suit on him. Uh, and after he put Bobby Heenan to sleep, and then, huh. oh yeah, I mean. If you ever find a copy of a DVD called The Greatest Wrestling Stars of the 80s, which came out back in 2005, Bobby Heenan is one of the one of the wrestlers, one of the superstar, one of the legendary figures that they actually talk about. And that match, they have some like matches pertaining to like the person that they're speaking about. And that between Bobby Heenan and the Ultimate Warrior is actually on it, believe it or not. So, huh. so, may have to try to find that online somewhere. We'll try to. I'll try to send it to you there if I can find it. 
and see what else. Um, here's some. Um, and 20 years ago today, on Monday Night Raw, uh, um, Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho, the segment between Ric Flair and um, Chris Jericho and Ric Flair, and Ric Flair presented the undisputed championship to um, Chris Jericho. Stone Cold calls out Booker T and Chris Jericho in the main event. Austin versus Jericho. Austin entered the steel, in the steel cage. Austin entered the steel cage where he awaited the undisputed champion Chris Jericho. The two men traded shots before Jericho even entered the cage to start the match. Austin grabbed a steel chair, which caused Jericho to climb to the cage to get in the ring. Austin passed through the cage door to officially start the match. Austin hammered away on Jericho. You clearly threw Y2J into the steel cage surrounding the ring. Y2J was battered, but he managed to fight back. Stone Cold Ghost nearly locked his opponent in his own finisher, the walls of Jericho. Y2J thwarted the attempt and mounted some offense. He took down Austin with a, with a bulldog and followed up with a lion saw before he began climbing the cage. Jericho hoisted his torso up on top of the cage, but Austin appeared pulling back inside by pulling back inside. A big superplex by Austin, but Austin put both men on the mat in bad shape. Jericho inched toward the open cage door with Austin clinging to Y2J's leg to slow him down. Y2J booted Austin and resumed moving to the cage. He reached the ring steps, but Austin once again grabbed Jericho and reeled him back in. Jericho responded with a huge stunner that conjured the images of his win over Stone Cold previous night. Vengeance, 2001. Once again, Jericho reached the ring, reached the ring steps and put his hands on the floor, but Austin reeled him back in before his feet touched the outside. The match continued with Austin removing one of his turnbuckle corners. He slammed Jericho's face repeatedly into the bare steel, which resulted in a river of blood teeming down Archie J's forehead. Austin then copulted Jericho into the steel and dropped down, dropped his face into the exposed, exposed turnbuckle for good measure. Austin crawled to the door and could have easily stepped outside to win the match. But he looked back to see Y2J flipping him the finger. Stone Cold went over and delivered a Stone Cold stunner. As he tried to exit the cage, Booker T appeared and slammed the door on Austin's head. Jericho managed to crawl, to crawl his bloody, bruised body outside out the door and retain his championship. The old fart, Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon clapped down from his luxury box while smiling and praising Booker T as Raw faded to a close. And 10 years ago today on Ring of Honor TV, the All Night Express defeated Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, I know you remember that night 10, 20 years ago today, Chad. Um, Steel Cage, Stone Cold, and Y2J. I recall it, yes. I think that started the thing, obviously, with uh, with Stone Cold and Booker T. That happened for a little while. That was pretty, pretty right there. So, okay, here's some pop culture history today. Uh, Fifty years ago today, um, NBC aired two holiday specials called Perry Como's. Wait, hold on, wait.
50 years ago today, CBS aired a made-for-TV movie called Mongols Back in Town, starring Telly Savalas. And NBC aired a made-for-TV movie, TV movie called How to Steal an Airplane. See, uh, 40 years ago today, uh, see, 40 years ago today, uh, CBS, 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 CBS. CBS aired a holiday specials called uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash Christmas special. And CBS, CBS. That's it, yeah, Johnny, CBS aired a special called um, Johnny Cash Christmas in Scotland and NBC aired a special called Dean Martin Christmas at SeaWorld and 20, 30 years ago, CBS aired a made for TV movie called Nightmare in Columbia County. Yeah, 30 years ago today. And 20 years ago today on ABC's Monday Night Football. Season Monday Night Football. ABC, um, the um, my team, yeah, my um, South home former home, South um South Florida hometown team, Miami Dolphins beat um, well, the Indianapolis Colts where I where um, my new hometown team um Indianapolis Colts forty one six. And uh, let's see. And ten years ago today, um, ABC aired two specials called "Crime Time: Nightline, Ringing Back America Back," and "Vote Your Voice, Your Vote Republican Presidential Candidate Presidential Candidate Debate in Iowa." And that's it. Okay. Thank you very much here, of course, here. Justin, remember, ladies and gentlemen, you can always check out Justin's Wrestling and Pop Culture History and Birthday Reports every single day, of course, uh, seven days uh, on the wrestling portion, of course, on WCW US Fan Empire, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCW US Appreciation, and the pop culture version on WCWS Entertainment Cavalcade, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS Entertainment. 
On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number one of course, Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw here. Everybody, thanks to Soul Man Justin Lewis Fleming, and of course the Iceman Jared Geralmo for joining us here tonight. As we, of course, in addition here, ladies and gentlemen, uh, talked about of course uh, your wrestling news and views. Of course, myself and Justin brought you your your wrestling and pop culture history and birthday reports here tonight. We did discuss what took place, of course, on SmackDown. Uh, we announced, of course, the official results of the of the poll matches, of course, here as well, which, of course, a couple of um, uh, special uh, situ- situations that will that will pop up as far as the as far as the Iceman Jared Geralmo is concerned, of course, pertaining to, of course, uh, him uh, sadly losing the um, sadly losing the. Um, uh, NWA War, War Games Championship to, of course, um, to, of course, um, the human suplex machine on gross. Uh, but, uh, um, also, also, of course, here, folks, we did, <clears throat> we did, of course, announce here, of course, the upcoming poll matches are here is the results results as we said the aws tag team championships will be defended by john and justin one more time of course this time against the team of mr hulkamania bob ziggler and danny from Oak park also john will be of course doing double duty as he will be first defending the nxt us war games championship against the layla peters and he will now defend the nwa us war games championship against new Comer Ian's, and of course JD will be of course looking for somewhere time down the road here to take a pick at either the NXT US War Games belt or the NWA US War Games belt. <clears throat> Regardless of if John is still holding the title or who or if Alayla or Ian McWilliams wins their respective matches, JD will of course be looking in the background, of course, going trying to grab to one of these belts at some point down the road. Be sure, ladies and gentlemen, of course, check out all of our groups on Facebook. Of course, in addition, to, of course, as we mentioned, the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center second phase page, also WCW US Universe, also, of course, Fan Empire and Entertainment Cavalcade, also Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Also, do not forget, of course, ladies and gentlemen, WCW US Sports Roundup, Location of Animation, the Movie Channel, and Game Show Alley. Also, our ladies and gentlemen, to Don Rickles, Johnny Carson, Whose Lines in Any Way, Home Improvement, Power Rangers, and also Knight Rider. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, NASCAR US High Octane History, as as well as as well as of course here, folks, Motor Week Retro Review Cars of the Past. Also, Justin will have the clothespins ready to go if you want if you care to visit the group called a Gaseous Affair. Also, of course, women of WCWS, of course, with some great ladies matches, of course, up and going. Also, some of our wrestling tribute groups, including NXT US, AEW US, NWA US, ROH US, uh, WCCW US, NWO US, DX US, WWF US, and so forth. 
Also, check out the video vault, ladies and gentlemen. As always, check out the latest matches. Uh, matches. Uh, also, promos, vignettes, uh, and just different wrestling moments, of course, over the over the many, many years, of course, of wrestling. Be sure to check out, of course, everything we've got posted on there here to this day. And again, ladies and gentlemen, the interview corner page where you can check out a lot of great wrestling interviews, of course, done through a lot of the great wrestling podcasters, including, of course, now Renee Paquette, Chris Van Vliet, uh, among others. Be sure to check out Posted On Air and listen to what a lot of the superstars from all over the wrestling realm has had to say. <clears throat> of course, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution 1079 is a broadcast of the WCWUS radio network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, six years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. We will, I'll be back, be back, ladies and gentlemen, at 6 o'clock with WCWUS Sports, I mean, WCWUS Power Hour, excuse me, 141364-pound, of course. Be sure to catch us here then. Also, we'll be back with also WCWS this morning, uh, Sunday morning at 8 a.m., 805-8613 pound. Be sure to check us out here there as well. <clears throat> Be sure to stay safe out there, folks, as, of course, we get saddled up for the Christmas season. we got a little more than two weeks before Christmas. So be sure, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, be sure to, of course, get everything, of course, here well in hand. But please, of course, take, take some to be, be stay very, very safe. Also, ladies and gentlemen, make sure that the, for the benefit of not only yourself, but also members of your family and friends and neighbors and everything of that nature, uh, always lend a helping hand, of course, if you feel that it is needed. Um, because I know during this difficult time of uncertainty, of a lot of things going on here, of course, and especially during this time of year, we definitely do need we definitely do need to, of course, like I said, just try to stay united in some form or fashion there. So, ladies and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. Uh, <clears throat> this is, of course, the one and the only. Uh, let's see if we'll be able to pull this up. We had a little difficulty pulling this up in the beginning. Let's see if we can get this up and going here. Because after I play this, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the Soul Man has, has of course, has something to close out tonight's episode of Revolution, and we'll get let him we'll let him do that here in just a couple of moments. Uh, um, we try to play this session here, even before. Even of course before and after of course each show, but I think we'll be able to do it now. So as soon as this is played here, of course, Justin will of course play his his ending his his closing theme for the night. But remember, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is of course the one and the only. WCWU. Radio Network. Um, 
Okay, I think we're going to have it now, folks. Stand by. At least I hope we're going to have it. Uh, okay, here we go. Justin, you may proceed. Okay, for those of you that know that um um it's almost time just in time for Christmas, I'm playing the um the song um of the the rock and roll version of um Jingle Bells by um Brian the Brian Sister Overshire from the, that Arnold Schwarzenegger um Sinbad Christmas comedy Jingle All the Way 1996. So please stand by once I get it all set up. I'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, while Justice is getting that prepared, just remember, during Christmas season, please stay safe right here. A public service mission WWUS Radio Network.
Thank you very much here, Justin. Take care and God bless her, folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. Justin, have a good evening and a good weekend. We'll talk at you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.